The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if it's Wednesday, not only is it Prince Spaghetti Day, it is also Fantasy Sports Day. I know, I know you're saying, hey, Mike, wait a minute, week 18, how many leagues are going in week 18? Well, true. But <laughs> you might be in one of those leagues where you have the, the weekly lineup and you got $60,000 and you got to put your lineup together. Or if you are brave enough to be in a league where we're going all the way, maybe in a dynasty league, maybe we can help you out. And of course, the super geniuses, they know everything about the sport. Rich Truman. Damian Sassauer, before we continue on, all right, this is the applause for Rich Truman. Oh, thank you. Uh, he wanted all. He the made champ a, is here. He is. I, I, I have, and I've got to give it to you, Rich. I know people are like, you know, what, what are you talking about, our league? Well, this was the move of the move. He had Antonio Brown. And I thought, well, he's going to play Antonio Brown. He's projected to get about 20-something-odd points against the Jets. You decided not to play him. And yeah. I, I got to hear your logic why. Yeah, what's the logic there, please? Uh, here's the logic. And obviously had nothing to do with what ended up happening in the game. <laughs> but I read that he missed a couple of practices and he was possibly going to be a scratch. But then over the weekend, they said he was good enough to go. I figured with the setup, looked like they would beat the Jets handily, which they didn't. Plus, I don't like playing a guy, he gets one roll of the ankle, he's out for the rest of the game. So I thought, he's a little banged up, they might have a big lead, they might rest him, so let me sit him. So who am I playing as my flex instead? I said, let me play A.J. Dillon. And you might ask why A.J. Dillon, where Kirk Cousins got scratched with COVID, Green Bay ended up being a two-touchdown favorite. It was five-degree weather. I figured they would jump out to a big lead in the second half. A.J. Dillon would get a lot of carries to milk the clock. And A.J. Dillon happened to be my highest score of the week. And if I didn't make that move along with playing Trey Lance over um, Taysom Hill, I would have lost. But, you know, I've been doing fantasy football for 30 years. (laughs) Started when I was about six. (laughs) That was the best move I think I've ever made in the 30 years that I've done fantasy football. I mean, you made a bunch this year. You had Renfro, you had yeah. Patterson. You, I mean, we were just talking about it offline before you got in here, Rich. I mean, you made some great moves. It's a well-deserved championship. And look, you know, I mean, forget about Week 18, you know. I mean, it was, I mean, if, I mean, Jamar Chase. I mean, you had some real performances last week that you had to overcome. I mean, if you were facing Jamar Chase in oh most leagues, God. you're done. You're toast. And so, you know, I mean, look, you know, kudos to you. A well-deserved fantasy uh, championship. Well, you know, the one thing I'm going to say is the league is not won in the first or second round and and most likely, in my case, wasn't even won on draft day because out of the uh, 18 rounds that we have, 
I only had five players remaining from the guys that I drafted. Right. From the 10 starters that we have to play every week, I only had three guys that I drafted originally. It was Rodgers, Kamara, and Dylan. So I made some key trades. You know, I also, uh, during the, I, I remember in the uh, draft, I drafted uh, Mark Andrews of the Ravens yep. with the fifth pick. And then the sixth pick, I saw Hawkinson was there. So I just grabbed both tight ends because I knew tight ends were a, a premium. So I ended up trading Andrews for in a deal for Tyreek Hill. And Andrews, by the way, is great. He was a number one receiver. So I actually didn't make out so great on that trade. And then I traded Hawkinson to my man Michael Barr. That netted me Nick Chubb, who did well for me yeah. two weeks ago, but not for last week. So my point is, if you're disappointed in your draft, or if you're really high in your draft, it's not over. You got to hit that waiver wire, as you guys mentioned. These are the guys, I, we're in a fab league, so it's an auction waiver. And these are the following guys I picked up for free during the year. Cardell Patterson, Hunter Renfro, Dalton Schultz, Antonio Brown, Taysom Hill, Last week, I picked up Trey Lance and uh, Braxton Berrios to block Bob, and I didn't play either one of them, but they were good pickups. So if you scan that waiver wire, that's a key way to trying to help win the championship. Well, look, but thank you for your uh, applause. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that was a nice long diatribe. Thank, thank you, Rich. You. No, I th- I th- I think and I don't care about week 18, so you guys can do the rest. <laughs> look, you can't, you, you, I agree with you that you can't, you know, look. You may not be able to win it in the draft, but certainly you can lose it, right? So you have oh, yeah. to have a solid draft, right? And so, look, if you look back at, you know, you know, 2022 and you look at, you know, the biggest disappointments, I mean, McCaffrey. I mean, do you mm. think McCaffrey's going to be a top pick next year? I mean, people are going to be scared to life out of him. And then you've got, um, you know, basically Saquon Barkley, uh, CEH, you know, Mostert never even played. Hopkins barely played this year. You know, he was a top. Uh, Ridley him. barely played this yep. year. I mean, think about all these players, these I, top two, uh, first two rounds that went and and my god what a disappointment so you're absolutely right you got to be you got to be active on the waiver wire you got to be active in the trade uh in the trading department and you know kudos to you again and moreover like the best player in fantasy football for a running back by far was jonathan taylor mm-hmm. but that gentleman in our league didn't even make the playoffs mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you do need a supporting cast well, i think Taylor's is the number one going into next year what do you think yeah absolutely well that brings me up to the next point because again if you are in an eight a week 18 league or more importantly you're trying to build a lineup to try to go uh for this weekly i'm looking at the indianapolis colts mm-hmm. because i'm looking at teams now that have to play for something mm-hmm. and the colts they have to 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 win now goodness they're playing the jaguars you know, and you know our motto in Detroit, thank God for Jacksonville. And they got to win this game. So I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor. I'm looking at Carson Wentz. If you're trying to build a lineup, uh, also, if you're looking at a tight end, I'm looking at either Jack Doyle or Mo Alley Cox, gentlemen. Well, I think look, you have to look at week 18. There are no, there, there are no games. Not one game is projected to have an over under above 50 points. Not one. There are only two that come even close. The big one, Sunday night. Chargers at Las Vegas. That is the big game. Winning, you're in. Losing, you're out. And then the other one, Seattle at Arizona. And, you know, Arizona's already in. Seattle's out. The rest are sub-45 point games. But there are some really, really big blowouts projected. You've got the Jets at Buffalo. Obviously, Buffalo's playing for a top seed. Um, Indy at Jacksonville. KC at Denver. I mean, KC has a chance to be the top seed, but it's going to be tough for Tennessee to get knocked off by Houston. And then, obviously, that's the last one, Tennessee at Houston. And you know, someone want to you know wake me up. I mean, at one point Tennessee had lost to Houston, they had lost mm-hmm. to the Jets, and now they're the top seed in the AFC. Go figure. And you know what's amazing? I saw a stat today. Uh, I believe it was on ESPN. 
that Derrick Henry, with all the time that he's missed and he's out like since Halloween, is still the sixth leading rusher in the NFL. Amazing, right? It's amazing. So, I mean, look, I mean, those are the guys, right? I mean, so running backs, biggest surprises. I mean, forget about the big guys like Taylor, but Fournette. Connor, Patterson, those are guys that won you your league this yeah, year. At wide sure. receiver, it's guys like, I mean, look, Chase and Cup, I mean, unbelievable. Debo, unbelievable. But you're right, it's Jalen Waddle, it's Hunter Renfro. It was Mike Williams in the beginning of the season yep, for the Chargers. Sure. You know, these are the guys that carried you. And so, you know, it's anyone's guess. My question for you, Michael Barr, who's the top quarterback in 2022? Who, do you, who are you targeting? Like, if you had to take the top quarterback next year, who do you like best? Boy, I can say this over again, and I know it's just the standby of going KC, uh, and and I, I, you could I agree say with you. that. I, I agree mean, with you. but there are a lot out there. I mean, I like Joe Burrow. I, I mean, mean, right? Exactly. Yeah. I would go with Josh Allen just for the. Uh, That's the question. The, it's between for, Allen just and for the homes. rushing aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. No, he and you know, I mean, that goes a long way, right? Certainly in in, in our league. But you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's really tough for me. I mean, there's so many out there. Prescott, Rogers, Brady, yeah. Herbert is a top three quarterback this year. How did that happen? Right? So, <laughs> you know, it's really unbelievable. You know, a sneaky team. If you're looking to build a lineup and maybe find some cheaper players. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I like the players on there. I mean, look, first of all, we got to even see if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick up Trey Lance and you can pick him up, pick him up for, for dimes on the dollar. Of course, now you've got uh, Elijah Mitchell. You've got Debo Samuel, Wideout, Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle. George Kittle. I mean, we, the mean, names go on. You know what's amazing about George Kittle? I was looking at this. Kittle's a top, what, four or five tight end this year. He barely played. Right. Yeah. Barely played. You know what? I was thinking, I played you in the same semifinals, and I lucked out because Elijah Mitchell, who was a great was pickup out, yeah. for you, was yeah. out, and Fournette got hurt. I mean, those are two huge. They, those two guys were great this year. Kudos to aspiring fantasy football guru analyst Jack Sassauer for telling me to pick him up. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, that's your call, son. Well done. Did I tell you that I put A.J. Dillon in the championship game? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of playing this week, and Green Bay, they're a team mm-hmm. they really don't have anything to play for. Because you've got, they've got the number one seed. You can't play. You can't play. You can't play anybody. You can't play anybody in there. You know, and of course they're playing the Lions. That's why I brought this up. (laughs) But uh, which brings me to the other point: if you're looking at some bottom dwellers, and you need some cheap players, the Lions because the Packers have nothing to play for. Amon Ra St. Brown, he yes. completely crushed me last week. I mean, that was it was him and Jamar Chase. Those two players, if you had them in your lineups last week, chances are you won your fantasy championship. Another team that I'm looking at, the Los Angeles Rams. Now they, they're gonna make they're in the playoffs, but now uh, they can't win the number one seed, but they do have a chance to win the division, mm-hmm. which brings Matthew Stafford into play, Sony Mitchell into play, running back, of course, Cooper Cup, even Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, and uh, Jefferson also in play. Well, here's another team. one: Dallas at Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. let me let me ask you about that one because what I'm hearing is that Dallas is going to start everyone. They're going for seeding. Philly's also in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. But the problem is they're they're talking about resting a lot of their players, there's right? Like, there's been a COVID outbreak. Yeah, like Boston Scott, who had a couple of touchdowns last week, is it looks like he's going to be out. They really can only. They'll either be the six or seven seed. So what you're reading is what that Philadelphia really? is really not going to play anybody. So why would you risk Jalen Hurts to get injured? 
So, but you're right. The Cowboys supposedly are going to play their starters at least for a half. I mean, they're playing for something, right? I mean, KC also. I mean, KC has a chance for the top seed, but you know, at Denver, I mean, Denver could surprise there. Who knows? You know, I mean, look. You know, there's some interesting lineups. There's some, you know, I, again, I have to look ahead to next year because I've got nothing left to play for. And, you know, <laughs> for me, the question is, okay, we talked running backs. I mean, sorry, we talked quarterbacks. We like, we talked running backs. Talk to me about receivers. Like, what receivers? I know we don't know where quarterbacks are going to wind up. There's going to be a lot of movement in the offseason. But, I mean, Cooper Cup has broken nearly every yes. receiver record. Right. 15 TDs this year. You, I mean, you it, is he I, your number one guy or is it Devontae Adams? I, I, I mean, just going to say, you took, I, I have to say, Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are the top two picks. Yeah, yeah. I, may, I maybe would lean to Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. just because he's 6220 is an absolute beast or 64220. Yeah, it's going to be hard to, for Cooper Cup to maybe duplicate. Um, but, you know, the interesting thing I was going to ask you guys, and I only remember you, who were your first two picks in this year's draft and how did they do? Do you guys remember? Well, mine was Patrick Mahomes. Right. We have a super flex yeah. league we play in, so quarterbacks are, you know, important. Mahomes, so it was Mahomes. Who was my second pick overall? I can't really even remember. It had to be a running back, right? I mean, um, maybe, oh, I know who it was. It was Najee Harris. All right, so those are two pretty and good And by the picks. way, Najee Harris, he you know, great. finished the year very, very strong. He'll be, yeah. he'll be a, easily a top, you know, eight pick next year. Yeah. And yeah. who were your first two picks? I'm trying to remember because it's been, uh, I, I made a grave error, by the way. When I, we have, a, it's a two-quarterback league, basically. Right. And I didn't pick a quarterback until like about the fifth or sixth round. And that was a grave error. That really cost me a lot because I didn't really have any quarterbacks then after that. In fact, I had to work with you to get Cam Newton. And I was laughing at you. He's like, he spent all this money for Cam Newton. And then I and then you traded him to me. And it's like, you know, I think that was part of the T.J. Yeah, Hawkinson deal. You need, you, yeah, you need two quarterbacks. I, I actually made the same mistake last year with us. I forgot there was a two-quarterback league. And I didn't get a quarterback until later on, but I luckily picked up Justin Herbert and Waivers two years ago. But this year I took uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, who was really good until he got hurt, followed up by Aaron Rodgers, who might have been the quarterback MVP this league, this year in fantasy. Certainly the second half of the year. I think it was Brady first half, and then, yeah. yeah, Rodgers in the second half. I mean, you're absolutely right. And look, I mean, that kind of points me in this direction. What do you do with guys like Lamar Jackson and Kyla Murray? You know, I mean, these are guys who, I mean, there were games where they couldn't be stopped. They were putting yep. up 40, 50 points in a game, and then they just go silent, you know? I mean, that's a very difficult player to fall in love with throughout the course of a fantasy season. And so, you know, Kyler Murray still, I mean, I haven't seen much from him in recent weeks. You know, it's really tough to get behind the Cardinals, but, you know, shift a little bit to the tight end side. I mean, Zach Hurts is back, guys. Zach Hurts is going to be a top tight end next year in my book. And, you know, Andrew's obviously up there. Kelsey's obviously a cut above the rest and Kittle for that matter. But what happens to guys like Darren Waller and, and, and Pitts? I mean, you know, some of these guys who are you know, projected to have great years, really, you know, they were, they were nowhere this year. And you know, it was a very consistent tight end who I, after I got rid of uh, Andrews and um, Hawkinson, I picked up Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Schultz is yeah. He, he just, in that offense, especially at home, he's just a consistent, consistent tight end. Yeah, and he blocks. I mean, he's, I mean, the, the coaching staff loves him. He's there. always on the him. field. Yeah, yeah. Mixon and Chubb, that's who I picked up, was one and two. So those, oh, are, Mixon, those yeah. are two good picks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I wound up trading Chubb to you because I needed a, a solid quarterback. You think Zeke is a, is a first-round pick next year? Absolutely not. Amazing, isn't it? I mean, I mean the guy's been a top five pick for the better part of the last four to five years, and now he's nowhere but to be found. You, you alluded to before, you know, the the old the superstars of like McCaffrey, Zeke, Barkley, they're, they're, they're done. They're, they're, they're second round pick. I mean, Barkley will not go will. in the second round, but I'm just yeah. saying McCaffrey might be a late first round, early second round pick 
but I, Zeke will not be a first round pick at all. I'm opinion. scared of Barkley. Yeah, I mean, I, I I wonder now, you know, how high will he go? Are we talking uh, round three or round four? Yeah. Right. One move I made, I made. I'm a big Giant fan. I said I'm not taking Galladay. I'm not taking any Giants. I just knew that their offensive line was horrible. Yeah. Now we got to see. I mean, there's going to be coaching changes too, guys. I mean, look, you know, if the Bears can get their stuff together, I mean, I love David Montgomery. I think he's a real talent. If they could actually get that offense headed in the right direction, he's a sleeper but for they, me next they year. They gave up their first round pick to the Giants. Uh, Mr. Swift in Detroit, you know, is yeah. another guy. If he could stay healthy, who's going to do some things in Javante Williams in Denver? You know, anything I've seen from him, I think he's going to. Yeah, he's got a lot of juice too. That, that offense is mysterious. I mean, they have so much talent on that offense. And they just don't score. Right. It's amazing to me. QB. It's the QB position, right? Jerry Judy was projected to be a big receiver this year, and he was nothing. I think Tim Patrick had better numbers than him on the year, And right? then it's going to be interesting to see where Deshaun Watson and uh, Russell Wilson go in mm-hmm. quarterback space. Mm, that's right. Yep. Deshaun Watson, right. I mean, where did he be? <laughs> Before we wrap this up, uh, we mentioned about Jalen Hurts. By the way, keep your eye on Jalen Hurts because he, he had limited practice, supposed to be uh, on Wednesday, today. Uh, because he uh, injured his ankle. So keep your eye on him if you're playing him. But I, I got to bring up what happened in in last Sunday's game, which I shouldn't bring it up, but it was nobody got hurt, which is why it's kind of funny. As uh, Jalen Hurts is walking off the field, there are the fans that are want to give the high five and, you know, hey, how you do? Well, the railing at where, where Washington played <laughs> It broke loose and the fans tumbled out. And I'm like, oh my God. But all of a sudden they get up. It's like, Jalen, how you doing? And they're trying to take pictures. And then it, uh, the security staff went from, oh my God, are they all right? To, oh, let me get these people out of here. They're okay. We got we to gotta hustle them on. So, but keep your eye on Jalen Hurts if you, if you are going to play him. Uh, heads up, folks. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show. We're here each and every week for you at the same time, plus online. Wherever you get your podcast, I'm Michael Barr on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And the guys who are just gems among gems, Damian Sassauer, Rich Truman, you guys are the greatest, bar none. Again, champ, Truman, thank you because you were great. Great season, guys. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for doing a great job hosting these fantasy football podcasts. Oh, man, I hope I hope we're back next the season. the highlight of my week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can catch these podcasts Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And wherever, by the way, you get your podcasts, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.